Welcome to Thrive, a Paychex business podcast where you'll hear timely insights to help you navigate marketplace dynamics and propel your business forward. Here's your host, Gene Marks. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. So Lex Gillette is a globally recognized Paralympic track and field athlete for Team USA. Uh, he competes primarily in the long jump. He has amassed five Paralympic medals, four world championships, and he is the current world record holder in the event. He is the only totally blind athlete on the planet to eclipse the 22-foot barrier in the long jump. Uh, Lex returned recently from Tokyo's 2020 Paralympics with a silver medal and now has his sights set for Paris on 2024. Lex Gillette, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to be here as well. I feel very intimidated. I mean, I can't do any of these things. <laughs> and and I've got my full sight. But I guess you you hear that from don't, a yeah, lot of people. Don't, don't be intimidated. Don't yeah, be well, intimidated. I am. I'm never going to get over this. But okay, let's, uh, hey, let's talk. So the, the, the topic of this conversation is about overcoming obstacles. Um, you speak and you write about this topic a lot. You know that our, our audience are small business owners. Um, talk to me a little bit about what you've learned about overcoming obstacles. Yeah, I think so. Just to, to give a little bit of context, I, I'm, I'm blind now, of course, which you mentioned in the, in the intro, but I, I was born with sight so I could see up until I was eight years old. And, and once I was eight, I started to experience retina detachments, which led to a string of operations that I had. In that one year alone, I had 10 operations to try and fix retina detachments. But after the, the last one, doctor said that there wasn't anything else they could do to help my sight. So, of course, that that led to a, a number of, of challenges. And, you know, fortunately, I had my mom and a host of individuals who helped me to transition my mindset at an early age. And so when we think about overcoming obstacles, I think a lot of it starts with our ability to, to shift our perception and our mindset to look at something and to truly identify whether or not, okay, is this really a limitation? Is this a barrier? Um, how can I look at this situation and, and say, hey, how can I get over this? Um, you know, is this really something that is, is holding me back or are there certain steps that I can take to, to kind of get around that? And so, you know, literally for me growing up, you think about that neighborhood where I where I spent a lot of my times and I was used to seeing that neighborhood for the first eight years of life. And after losing my sight, it was, you know, how can we teach this young child now to use other elements, other senses, other things so that he can can navigate. And so um, I think that when we look at obstacles and challenges as a whole, you know, again, taking that same type of mindset, what sort, what sorts of adaptations can we make? How can we uh, adjust and think of some creative alternatives, some things that we can tap into to, to still get to that, that, uh, that destination that we want. So let's, you know, where did you grow up, Lex? In Raleigh, North Carolina. Got it. Okay. So you lose your vision at the age of eight. So you're, you're basically in elementary school, which means you've got to make your way through middle school and high school, I guess. And you yep. were completely blind. How, how'd you do that? 
Yeah, I, you know what? I, as a side note, you will never hear me at this point in life. You'll never hear me say that I lost my my vision. I always make it very clear that that I lost my sight, eyesight, et cetera, et cetera, because I feel like mm -hmm. at that time I didn't necessarily have my my vision. I feel like I acquired my vision later on in life. Now, getting through school, I, I had a lot of accommodations. I had teachers of the visually impaired, people who were there to ensure that I had all of the resources that I would need. And so again, when we look at these obstacles and challenges that we face in life, sure, I can't read print books anymore, but I can learn how to read Braille. And that was how I was able to, to access a lot of my textbooks. Uh, also was introduced to technology at an early age. So using a computer with a, a screen reader on it, software that, that I can use to read and write emails, use word processors, surf the web, et cetera, et cetera. And, and again, that was, that was opening my mind to a, a world of infinite possibility. So that whether it was academic, whether it was athletic, I always looked at a situation in in the the sense of, oh, well, these are some of the things that I've tackled in the past. How can I take that same type of knowledge and things that I've learned in previous situations to to tackle what might be in front of me? You know, you, we're talking about overcoming barriers. So, you know, becoming, you know, losing your eyesight is an enormous just an enormous loss, and and it really does create an enormous barrier for most people. Um, you do, do you still get frustrated at that, that even now? I mean, you know, you know, when you look around at all the other people that are out there that that don't have that specific barrier in front of them, does that how does that make you feel? I think that life is. <laughs> Every time I step out of the front door each day, there's 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 always something new and interesting that I feel I am overcoming. Mm -hmm. A lot of it at this day and age, it revolves around perception and mindset. The the type of mindset that at an early age my mom and other people told me that you are now a person who has a disability. And the reality is people are going to look at you differently because you, you do have a disability. You're blind. They're going to believe that you can and cannot do certain things. And they're going to believe that you should and should not do certain things, but we don't want you to be confined to what other people's expectations and opinions are at the end of the day, you decide what you can do and no one else we decide what we can do and and no one else and so thankfully i've i've been equipped with that type of mindset because when you think about the the challenges and things that that i might have to deal with or someone who lives a similar experience it's a lot of it's a lot of perception and and, and mindsets and people thinking that you can't do this or uh, when we think about it in the the context of, of business it could be me walking into a, a job interview and, and maybe the the interviewer or HR professional already has a certain type of viewpoint on me because I am blind and maybe they're asking themselves questions around is this person going to be able to to do this job and and complete these duties etc cetera, etc cetera. and so those are the things that I would say are are really frustrating because you would think that in 2022 
we would have evolved greatly, which we have in a lot of areas. But when you think about the population of you know people who have a, a disability, there still are a lot of, of challenges and, and obstacles that we are are facing. And I always say that our our diagnosis doesn't disable us as much as society does. Yeah, it depends on your point of view and and what you think of yourself. You know, when you'd mentioned about going in for like a job interview or um, any other type of, you know, challenge that a business has. Sometimes I think to myself, like if I was blind and I was going to do something, I'd be thinking to myself, well, like, well, you know, damn, you know, I have such low expectations of this happening because of the obstacles that I'm facing that I can I can take even more risks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, did, did, that, did that thought ever cross your mind? Have you ever applied that in your life? I think that um, the funny thing is, if I do step into a new situation and say I don't get the results that I want, you know, internally, I would definitely feel a certain way. I would feel, you know, a, a little defeated because I'm always trying to to excel and do well in any type of situation that I find myself in. However, from the outsider's point of view, if they see me fail at something, they're just like, oh, you know, it makes sense. He's, he's blind. He can't see anything. Um, so, you know, you're able to get off the hook in that regards. But I, I, have, I hold myself to such a high standard that um, you know, whatever situation that I go into, it's like, well, gosh, I'm trying to, you know, trying to, to be the best at this. And I just, you know, it didn't happen. Um, but, you know, let me continue to, to, to work at it. Sure. Your family seems like they provided a lot of support around you. Um, yeah, my, my mom. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, what kind of support did she provide and, and who else in your life did you call upon or did you surround yourself with to provide? You can't do these things on your own. Yeah, most certainly. Um, so my mom, especially, she was there from the beginning going with me to all of the doctor's offices, doctor's visits and operations, et cetera. Support was that of, you know, a parent who is just insanely in love with their, in, with their child and wants to see that they want to go and, and be, uh, you know, successful in life. They, she wanted to, to expose me to so many different resources, programs, tools, technology, so that I would be able to, see what was truly possible. She found someone to teach me how to, to read Braille, how to use a cane so I can navigate on my own, found uh, so many different pieces of accessible technology so that I would have access to things academically and, and even within the uh, you know, rec and leisure space. When we talk about adaptive sports and rec, um, my teacher in high school was the one who introduced me to Paralympic track and field. And this was at a time where I could not see, I talk a lot about vision, mm -hmm. being able to see things before they exist. And at that particular time, I don't know really what I saw within myself, but thankfully I had my teacher who saw something within me long before I saw it within myself. And through a, a fitness test that we had to participate in in high school, I discovered that I was one of the best standing lawn jumpers in the entire school. Mm -hmm. And from there, my teacher takes me down to the track and he shows me everything about the lawn jump and other events within track and field. And that is the day that 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 we kind of 
set out on this journey to become a a Paralympian and and win Paralympic medals, gold medals. So, um, you know, the 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 foundation was established at home. Uh, my mom is certainly one of those people where you know she's going to let the teachers and all of the the counselors and professionals who I work with let them know her expectations and and the things that she uh, implements within my life, and wanted to ensure that those individuals who I would be spending the majority of my time with when I would get on the school bus and go to school, wanted to let them know that you know this is the type of environment that that I want my son to have. Um, because I feel like this is going to put him in the best position to go into the world and, and, and achieve the things that he wants to achieve. How about fears, Lex? I mean, even today, you must be, you must be afraid of doing new things. You must be terrified starting out in track and field without eyesight. I mean, I, I, I mean, I have full sight and I would be terrified. So, you know, how did you overcome those and how are you overcoming those fears even now? Yes, correct. <laughs> Definitely was extremely afraid in in those beginning stages, but I think there's um there's just something special about connecting with other people. You have these amazing human beings who are around us, and we find ourselves in these very daunting, overwhelming situations. And some people just are able to to see the light at the end of the tunnel long before you can. And so in those beginning stages, Mr. Whitmer, my teacher of the visually impaired, he was the one who really provided that 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 vision for someone like myself who was afraid of twisting an ankle, running into something, falling down, injuring myself. He was that person who really opened my my mind and and painted a very vivid image of of what could be and that's the beauty of of you know leaders people who we connect with they they pave the way and allow us to see past our shortcomings or things that we might have believed were shortcomings and you know Mr. Whitmer he was there Lex, we're on the long jump runway. It's about three feet wide. You have grass on either side of the runway. You don't have to worry about running into anything. The ground is flat. You're not going to, you're not going to fall off of a ledge or anything like that. I'm going to be standing at this, this distance in front of you. I'm going to be clapping and yelling straight, 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 straight. Mm -hmm. So you know which direction to run. I just want you to run as straight as possible, as fast as possible to the sound of my voice and propel yourself from the takeoff board and, and land in the sand. And again, you know, to have that person there who provides that voice, that direction, that foundation, the person who empowers you, that gives you the confidence to maneuver down whatever stretch of track, uh, figuratively speaking, that you are on. And, you know, between that, that, that genuine connection and, and leveraging that relationship mm -hmm. you know, you're able to to really catapult and and soar into your destiny you know so in this short conversation that we've had i mean you're you are preaching the the importance of building a good you know support system around you of like you said your you know your family your friends your uh mentors people to guide you along to whatever vision that you've chosen 
Um, you've mentioned about being adaptable and using things, even like technology, not being afraid to doing that kind of stuff either, if that's going to help you achieve your means. So you wrote a book called Fly. In this book, you say vision gives you strength. You see what can be and maybe what you ought to be. Your focus shifts away from what's in your way to what lies beyond your current reality. And you you write and you speak a lot, not about eyesight, but about vision. Um, and you help teach people to see. Um, what does that mean, helping them to see? And how does that impact our audience, you know, people running businesses? Oh, that is, I mean, that's, that's, that's everything to me. And, you know, I have a slogan, no need for sight when you have a vision for, for those beginning stages, when I had lost my sight, it was, it was very difficult because in a lot of ways we live in a visual world. But the one thing that I realized is that everything that we enjoy in this day and age, you know, all of those things were non-existent at one point. The only place where they existed and lived, it was in someone's mind. And so I told myself that, you know what, if this really is, is the case, and if you know, vision is what it is, it doesn't matter whether or not I can see, as long as I have this vision, that is the starting point. And just because you may see the vision and you have it doesn't guarantee that you're going to, to experience those things. You, you still have to set a plan, connect with the appropriate people, and then do everything in your power to bring that vision into fruition. And so when I think about, you know, as we step into the, the business space, we all need a vision. You all need to know where it is that you want to, that, that, that place where you want to land, your, your, your destination. And so when you have that vision, that now sets the path for how you maneuver forward. Your vision helps to guide your actions daily. When you think about it from an athletic standpoint, it's like, oh, I want to go to the games. I want to win a gold medal. Then that probably means that I shouldn't be rolling up to, you know, this fast food restaurant and getting this burger and fries, or I shouldn't be staying up until 3 a.m., blah, 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 blah. When you think about it from the business standpoint, yeah, I want to be, I want to be the best business in this industry. And I want to, I want to take complete control and have, you know, the, the majority share of, 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 of the market. Um, so having that, that vision, you know, what are the things that I need to do to ensure that we move closer and closer to that, that vision? So um, I think that, you know, again, just going back to the you know, sight that reveals our current reality, vision allows us to see past our current reality. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, the, the purpose for that, that book fly, um, you know, I always wanted to leave something here because at the end of the day, you know, our site, you know, site ends at some point in time, you know, we won't right. be able to see anymore. We won't be here anymore, but your vision that can live forever. Well, in the last minute or so that we have, you know, I, I just have to say, and I can speak, speak of this from a standpoint of a 57 year old guy, Lex, your, your body is not going to last as long as you think it is. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you've accomplished so much in track and field at the Paralympics and other competitions, but uh, you know, at this point in your life, you, you talk about vision and you help people define their vision and how to stay focused on it. So I got to ask what, what's yours? 
Yes, my so I'm definitely going to compete in in Paris in 2024. Good. Beyond that, I want to continue to speak. So I do a lot of speaking for for different companies and facilitate different workshops and experiential learning programs, which is absolutely amazing. And I want to I actually have another book that is coming out uh, the latter part of this year, actually late summer. And it is entitled No Need for Sight When You Have a Vision. And the subtitle being What Blindness Can Teach Us About Risk and Leadership. So really excited about that. And uh, yeah, I just want to continue to, to connect with others and to do everything in my power to, to teach people to see. Lex Gillette, Paralympic track and field athlete for Team USA, author and speaker and consultant as well. Um, Lex, thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you. Do you have a topic or a guest that you would like to hear on Thrive? Please let us know. Visit payx.me forward slash Thrive Topics and send us your ideas or matters of interest. Also, if your business is looking to simplify your HR, payroll, benefits, or insurance services, see how Paychex can help. Visit the resource hub at paychex.com forward slash works. That's W-O-R-X. Paychecks can help manage those complexities while you focus on all the ways you want your business to thrive. I'm your host, Gene Marks, and thanks for joining us. Till next time, take care. This podcast is property of Paychecks Incorporated 2022, all rights reserved.